that is we are recording microphones are on t-shirt you primed your t-shirt you happy with it yeah. happy with t-shirt i always go for a rolled sleeve oh really yeah because i'm vain a bit more arm showing <laughs> yeah if i cover it it's like my one good bit arms get them out my biceps are crap and my, my all my mass is right at the top there so i you, need to you're show like th- you're thick you're girthy Thank you very much. You're a girthy. That's, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing I've got going for me. Welcome. Bit of girth. Welcome to the crew <laughs> Episode two, season two, episode two. I'm calling the season two now. Uh, if you haven't joined in before, if you did join in before, um, welcome back. If you're new, welcome. Yeah. Uh, my voice is uh, Lex, Lex Griffin, uh, as known on Instagram and YouTube as Lex Fitness. And next to me is... Lewis, or Mr. Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. As I think that's yeah. going to be a thing. I think that's going to so, be a t-shirt. Yeah. Mr. So, Lewis. Uh, and I own Black Country Barbell, a gym in the back country. In the back country, which is near Birmingham, if you don't know where that is. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. On the outside, in the, in the green bit. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're back. We are back as committed. Committed. I know. I'm the podcast. It only took us three attempts to record the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Literally full three this attempts. This is the first attempt at Dude. this one. So hopefully F- full it goes on, out. Full honesty, the third time we recorded that other one, I was quite drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you don't know, on this show, what we tend to do is we decided, well, we've decided between us, that we're going to try a different bottle of whiskey, rum or something fun every episode. And we'll let you know, guys know a little bit about it. And with that in mind, it took us three times to record the first podcast so it was the dregs we of the re- bottle. We refilled the glasses <laughs> many, many times. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed it. We got good feedback from you. So thank you for everybody that tuned in. If you're on YouTube, yeah, thank, you. thank you for joining here. I Hello. hope you like it. We're still messing with the setup for the video side and we will progress. Yeah. We're thinking about what to get. We're thinking Chesterfields because, yeah. you know, we're gentlemen. Yeah. Like Chesterfields. An open fire. Open- <laughs> we want a Chesterfields and a fire hazard yeah. with alcohol. It sounds good. It yeah. sounds like what could possibly go wrong? Pipes. Yeah. Come on, Ooh, pipes. I could do with a pipe. I could I could fuck with a pipe. Yeah, I think it would I think suit so. you. Have you seen the you pull vape, it off. vape pipes? Yes, yeah, they're uh, pretty cool. They're pretty wicked, yeah. Yes, Although vaping, I'm not too keen on. I reckon there's going to be a load of deaths of popcorn, though. Yeah, yeah. In five years, I reckon people are just going, doof, doof. Yeah. yeah, it's going to catch up to everyone. It's like, oh, this is the healthy alternative. The he- healthy alternative that you're you're sucking water vapor onto your lungs. What is it that gives you pneumonia in hospital? Yeah. Water vapor on lungs, pretty much. You, you, it aspirate onto your lungs. That's yeah. all you're doing with I vape. Think, like, I definitely think, yes, it's great if you... Wanting to stop smoking. It's taking it's, it takes tobacco out of it. Yeah, like it's a it's a healthier option, but then I also think that then it's like, oh, I'll just carry on doing this forever. Whereas like I think you should probably try and wean off that as well yeah, eventually. And, do you know what I I think let me just adjust this mic, I think I've twisted it. There we go. Um you can vape anywhere, anytime. Yeah. And there's no boundaries with it, is there? There, like, there is not, some other places. than like in shops and stuff, yeah, I mean yeah. that, but in your own home, in your own life, that thing is instant hit, instant go. Mm. You can wake up at one in the morning at night, wake up, you can be on your bedside, you can grab for it as vape. And yes. you wouldn't do otherwise if yeah. you had cigarettes because you wouldn't get up and light it and burn the house down. Yeah. You know, so I think in essence, people switch to vapes. You should get rid of the tobacco, but I think they smoke more. Yeah. More yeah, nicotine, yeah. more dependency, more of that habit of having it in the hand. Plus, yes. it's a gadget. That's such a, that's, and it's, yeah, the gadget factor as well. The gadget fact factor. It's like the new shiny vape. Like, you yeah. spend a lot of money on them. I got, uh, I've got a vape, but not for vaping um, nicotine. Yeah. Ooh, I keep making noises like I'm strumming it. This is what happens if you strum the springs next to our mics. Oh, yeah, you do it that way. Yeah, that's the better way. That could be like, a, like, like a, you know, when we have a thought. Lewis, I've had an idea. <laughs> it sounds like those poor jesters, you know, when you get to the courts. Yeah. Pay me a tune. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about vape yeah anyway yeah. I don't want to get in a conversation about vapes anyway if you're vaping try and stop cool beans yeah um, otherwise you know 
enjoy your own pleasure, your own bodies, do as you please. We did say, right. We're anyway, saying this while we're then talking we're saying about, this about we're about drunk. to talk, yeah, about to talk about what has apparently. So we put out on there that we are going to be trying the rum. We've been trying whiskies. We've been trying, I'm trying to get into a little bit more whiskey whilst we've got in this lockdown, trying to develop my palate, learn a little bit about it, have a bit of fun. Um, and we drunk. talked you on the last podcast. How, yeah, I try not to get drunk. Yeah. I'm not, I don't get drunk Just anyway. Get, get tipsy. I've never been able to get, you know, when you see those guys in nightclubs and they're kind of like on the wall and they're up and they're stood. Yeah. But they're not there. Yeah. Like I can never. Their body is there, yeah, but their mind is not. Mind went a long time ago. Yeah. I can never get like that. I, li- I go happy, happy vomit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the way my body metabolizes it. Yeah. So for me, I've had to learn to tipple away and enjoy a drink mm-hmm. rather than drink for drinking's sake. Yeah, I much prefer that as well, though. I think like when I was yeah. younger, I was definitely that person propped up like hammered. You could do that, could you? Yeah. yeah. I don't Dude. throw up that often, although I did throw up New Year's, but that's really rare for me, and I don't know why. <laughs> did you throw up last week? <laughs> yeah, pretty much last week. But like, it's been years, and I don't drink loads anymore, um, but I throwing up was not like a natural like process for me getting drunk normally it'd be the morning after and i'd feel really sick and then i'd throw up really but yeah it, it just yeah, i never had that yeah i, I don't know I why know, i've done the bad night i don't know about that you know when you like one time i remember walking home in at a right angle yeah so head forward bent fully at the waist walking with full arm pump <laughs> you're going because i felt like if i stood up something was pulling me over backwards yeah and i remember walking all the way back home past two police officers who just tutted at me <laughs> evening yeah. walking past like I look like I've got some kind of spinal disorder and then I got home and the best place to sleep was not the bed it was the cold floor of the toilet it yeah, just felt like the best place have you like do you have like a homing device when you get drunk as well like I've walked home from places that I don't know how to get to <laughs> yeah but I've done it when I'm drunk but have you known the time it's taking you to get there <laughs> no idea like, like, I've taken every street on the seven way. hours it took yeah. you to get home do, yeah, like, you were 20 minutes away from home yeah like <laughs> back then if like because phones didn't have like your step count in there but like yeah. if they did oh I like we I did 30,000 steps last night what <laughs> happened <laughs> I've done the equivalent of Everest yeah. and got cheesy chips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheesy chips. Ooh, Best like £2.50 you'll ever spend. Three fifty maybe. Nah, I've not had them for a long time. Yeah. Cheesies. Little cheesies. Don't get many takeaways, to be honest. Do you reckon takeaways have gone up in lockdown? Massively, yeah. <laughs> Just from me. I haven't had one. Oh, really? Yeah. Mainly because I live in the countryside, though, and can't get them easily. I, I try and say, like, maybe one every two weeks or something like that. We like it. Just depends yeah, on, I like, on like how, yeah, I do. I think Love my as well. The, yeah, mm. you can have relatively healthy takeaways. Uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Well, do you know what's the most easiest? Is Indian to get a takeaway if you want to be healthy. You just get the sizzler dishes. Mm. So it's all like cooked no. chicken in dry herb. Yeah. Super easy, and they're cooked in clay ovens most of the time anyway. Yeah. So it's it's a sauce where it's yeah. like super sugary. Yeah. And rich, so get them it. on the side, so you just dip it, and then all I do is I get no rice and a naan bread. Yeah. So that you get you don't have that overwhelm of. Carb, carb, load. Yeah. One or the other. Um, I always pick the nut. You pick both, don't you? I pick both. Yeah. <laughs> you, you scoop the rice with the naan bread. To be fair, I'll, I'll, I'll just have a curry. I'll mix the rice with the curry and then scoop with the rice. <laughs> That's the way to do it, though. Yeah. I just order two mains of yeah. the meats and then have one naan bread. So I overload on the meat. Yeah. And I quite enjoy that. I, I'm a big carb fan, though. And I always really look forward to that plastic bag that they put in the middle that's full of really warm salad. Of all the bits of salad that you never put in a salad. Yeah, yeah, all the off-cuts. Like the end of a lettuce. Yeah. The end of a lettuce, a yellow it's pepper. Like a stalk. A tom- what was a tomato yeah. and some very, very 
like unexcited pieces of white somehow very white lettuce yeah all perfect room temperature just yeah. how you like your salads yeah yeah grim isn't it and sometimes <laughs> a lemon or something a like lemon a random lemon. half of a lemon chucked in yeah. there yeah uncooked yeah. all of it uncooked just chucked yeah. in raw yeah i don't think anyone's ever opened them. no no everyone just throws straight in the bin yeah even dogs won't eat maybe it. they don't know that <laughs> maybe it might I think it's all the offcuts from the ingredients they put it in, and they just whack it in a bag and just slowly get rid of rubbish, yeah, but in yeah. really small amounts, so they don't have to pay as much to the council. That is a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. food waste you have to pay more to yeah. get rid of. So it's going to be super racist now, but it's got to be the way to do it to do it funnier. So they're just sat there now going, they will never know. You just put it in a little bag, make it look like a salad. Put it in the middle. They will just put it in the bin. They will never know. Slowly, we put more and more. <laughs> that, that's a perfectly that's, good accent, right? That, well, I think that's uh, it's a, a poo from Simpsons. So, so it's a good I don't know how racist that can be when it's a yeah, cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's a good reference. Anyway, I mean, I started off last one with uh, calling all women bikes by accident. So why not? Why break the trend? Yeah. Why break it? And, and they all took that very well. <laughs> thank, thank you for all the lovely messages from you ladies just let, letting me off the hook. I really yeah. did appreciate that. It was absolutely unintentional. <laughs> Lex offend people. Like, within, within every, pod- literally every podcast. That's going to be the thing. That's gonna, yeah, why not? Yeah, well, this is what podcasts are for. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Freedom. Freedom of Freedom voice. Of speech. And also... Let's get the room out of the way. Yeah, I was going to so, say, I'm we did, we did the whiskey last time, and we, we we are connoisseurs. We'd like to point this out. So we bought the whiskey on the basis that it had a blue snake on the front of the bottle. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we proved that buying things on the way they look yeah. works. It had a cool was, label, and then and it, it was tasted good. Delicious. So, so far, our technique has 100% success rate. 100% success rate. Right. So, success rate. Success rate. Yeah, yeah that's, that's something that's else. That's what we want to out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Okay. Once we release that podcast, I got a lovely little message from a company called AB Gold. And you can look them up on Instagram. They're at AB Gold on Instagram. And they are a rum company. They're UK guys. They're UK, UK fellas. But this is a heritage gold aged rum blend. And it is made and imported from Jamaica. It looks gorgeous as well. And the it bottle's is, stunning. Bottle, bottle is really nice. Lovely, like depth to the glass. Feels really solid. It's got a cork. For the lid, which is yeah, like massive, a real wood cork yeah, like the hard and cork. we, I have left this absolutely unopened. I'd like to say I've had this for five days. Well done, mate. Yes, thank you. Well done. I didn't a, you're a better man than me. Haven't even sniffed it, so I'm saving it for here. So get the, it, get the pop of the cork on it. Can okay, you, can let's see if we can. Oh, so yeah, you, this is the bit pirate bit. I love this bit. So <laughs> that's so satisfying, isn't it? Okay, so we have. So this is AB Gold, and it's uh, they say on the front of it, AB Gold out of many, one rub. That's quite a nice little tagline. I like yeah. that. Heritage Gold Blend Aged Rum. And this one's like, it's, it's like in an oak barrel, this one. Uh, you read it before. Oh, here you go. It's a triple oak barrel aged Jamaican rum. Uh, so this, now they did tell us, the best way to have this is over ice with uh, a bit of lime on the rim. Yeah. Now, I only had lemons. I'm not going to ruin it with a lemon. No. So, so smell it. Ice in a slice. Oh. And there's definitely something I can smell in that. It's quite a spicy rum. It doesn't punch you like so when you sniff it, it doesn't punch the back of your nasal cavity. So it's smooth right off the bat. I have got my lovely stag drinking glass. It's like a little bit cinnamony. Yeah, it's that like, might be it. Like spicy cinnamony kind of. I hate using this term, but to me, well. you know those like medicinal smells that you get, but the ones that you like. Mm-hmm. To me, that's I can just hint about, and there's a lot of that in the Jamaican rums. They yeah. use a lot of those spice sticks and stuff. Yes. So I've got my stag glass here, which is a lovely pewter uh, glass with a stag on the front, uh, only pewter. And I've got this. I put it up on my Instagram. I got this from a little mum and pop company 
on eBay and Amazon. Uh, delightful little people. Yeah. Message them. I got one through and it was double stamped on the back on the pewter. So I just messaged them going, hey, look, there's been a bit of an error here. And they were lovely. And they were like, listen, we've had a bit of COVID issues, you know, with um, workers and things like that. So it's just us kind of doing it all on our own. And yeah. we've had to bring in a couple of like people who are not great. And so there's just a couple getting through. So we're really apologetic about that, but that's not a standard. Let's just send you out. Oh, no problem. Like, whoop it on. That's brilliant. And I was like, do you know what? Little mum and pop company getting a bit of a kicking in COVID. Yeah. And so I thought I'll put the link out on my Instagram. Yeah. And uh, and hopefully got a few sales. But what I'm going to do is do the same again. They are beautiful glasses, they are. They really are really nice. nice. Now, listen, these only cost, for two glasses, I want to say £37. And you will pay 25 to 20 to 30 for one. Mm. And they do like one for 25 but two for 30 They've got other designs as well, don't thing. they? Yeah, they've got stags. They've got, what they got? They've got stags, um, badgers, dragons, no, they haven't got any of that. I don't know what they've got. They've definitely got the stag. They've, I think they've got like a, a dog or a pheasant. No flamingos. There's, I mean, there's a whole, obviously a whole array here that we could go into. Yeah. Maybe they're missing that niche. Yeah. The badger flamingo niche of whiskey yeah. drinkers. But so, I'm going to grace you oh. with a brand spanking new one for the podcast. Ooh. This is your podcast glass. Spanky so you can much. open the spanky, yeah. the spanky stag glass. There you go. I'll, pour I'll, the, I'll get the ice going in these and we're going to see what this rum tastes like. Now, if you weren't listening to the last podcast, um, if you have never drunk whiskey or rum neat, now listen, I was not a big guy for drinking these things neat. I've only learned over the lockdown period because I had neighbours who were invested in these things. How nice it can be if you have it right and you need it over ice and you let that ice sit and melt. You need to let let the drink get down to temperature and let that water start to dilute down a touch. Now, it's different to different whiskey to whiskey, rum to rum. You need different levels. Some are 20, 80, some are 50, 50. Um, and you just do it to your own preference. But the basically what happens is you take a little sip to start with, let it sit over the tongue and around the mouth. And what that does is it knocks those taste buds down. They get overwhelmed. So your first one gets that bit of spice and burn just on the tongue, but then you let it sit and then you let it slowly go down. You don't swallow it hard. And then after that, every little sip gets a little bit more flavor, a little bit more flavor, and you just tipple away. I try not to smile when you're saying swallow it hard. Yeah, I know. I heard you. I, fe- <laughs> I, felt, I felt the smile. coming. <laughs> every time girth, hard, length, any of these words, yeah. I can feel your brain going, don't say it. Don't. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. This is a safe zone for childish humor. <laughs> yes. If you haven't, I heard a single episode. Our base level is probably your school years around the age of 14. Yeah, like we, just we, getting into secondary get, school. Yeah, we didn't get too far behind that. So I've got one skull ice cube and one half oval, like half circle ice cube for us. That's another important thing as well. You have to have proper ice cubes, people. So invest in like the old silicon uh, things to make proper balls of ice cubes. It makes a huge difference because they take longer to melt. Let's put a little bit in there, shall we? Right. They longer to melt, cool your drink better, and um, make you wait. And I think the waiting part is the best bit because... The anticipation. That, that makes you... Well, it makes you not be a tool and just down it, doesn't it? Very true. Not that I could down this because I'm a girl. Right, I'm going to pour you first, sir. Mm. Thank you very much. Home pause. So here we go. Podcast episode two. One. Two. Chin chin, sir. Clink. Thank you very much. Right. I'll leave that cool. on the desk just for a little bit so you guys can see it. It's in centre there. Lovely if you're on YouTube. So we're going to tipple away at this. We'll let you know what it's like once it's uh, got down to temperature. But today I did put out some questions on the Insta of Graham, uh, which we'll take a look at a bit later. But we'll start with one because we both read it and we're like, yeah, that's, that's quite a good one. And it was um, staying motivated during the COVID period. Yeah, training and getting motivated. Just to get train. motivated. Now, I'm going to tell you now, I've got my own little gym setup now going on. You've seen it downstairs. It's yeah. not too shabby, is that's it? That's good. 
still hasn't motivated me to get off my ass to go and train every day. And it's literally three feet away from, away from me most of the yep. day. It is the COVID dilemma. Yeah. It just knocks the shit out of you. Um, I'll tell you what it is. It's been raining here. And I don't mean rain like in, ooh, it's a bit wet. I mean flooding, mm. torrential flooding yeah. here over the last few days. So I, I haven't been I to missed run. the turn because it was in the dark. And <laughs> there's a, another turning just like 100 metres down the road. Oh, you went to the farmhouse down the road? Yeah, went yeah. left there. And yeah. then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to have to stop. The road's completely flooded. So I had to <laughs> oh, do a shit, U-turn. Oh, flooded down there? Yeah, I had to oh, do a God. U-turn in the road. Fortunately, like, nothing came. Um, yeah. And, yeah, turned around there. Yeah, so there is flooding Bad literally time. just down there. It, it's super flooded, so I haven't even been able to run because it's been like running on fairy liquid. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just sludgy, muddy, nasty. And not even not like a little bit. Oh, Lex, I want to get the train is dirty. No, no, no. Like <laughs> impossible to like. You're literally You'd lose on a trainer. slight camber. You're sliding right or left. Yeah. Like it's dangerous. I rolled my ankle twice on my last run. I was just like, this isn't worth it because yeah. my entire run, the moment I get off the driveway here, it goes basically dirt track to fields and yeah. it, that all the way back through. So. Yeah, it's been a bit of a pisser because I was really getting to the running and liking that. Um, but by not having that little routine back in, yeah. it's left me doing, you know, oh, I've got work to do. So I'll sit down and edit. Yeah. So what is our solution so to this? I've got something that's working for me recently because I've been in that little bit of a slump for a while. Yeah. And today is about, I think it's the 13th or 14th day in a row where I've done some training. And the thing that I actually found because I've been doing a lot of strength training and some of those sessions can be upwards of like two and a half hours which is very daunting They're slow as well yeah you're taking a lot of rest intervals and when the weather's shit and cold like you you cut co- you cool yeah, down so cold. much yeah, so you yeah, yeah. like you're not going to or it's going to be hard to do kind of more strength training more um kind of hit workouts are definitely going to be where you want to be focusing on because also Little and often, it's probably going to be a, a bit more of a productive yeah. route because it's if you fell out the routine, if you're going to have to convince yourself to sit like to sit through like a 90, 90 minute session or a longer session, that's daunting, man. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're like just going to do thirty minutes, relatively high intensity, short rest yeah. intervals, just knock something out quickly, and I'll do you know just do that more frequently. Yeah. And it's not maybe the ideal way of training, but. Most so, of you, something's better than nothing. Yeah, most Always. of you've probably got like a kettlebell or some bands, so it's not ideal anyway. No. You're better off just doing something other than just letting it gather dust in the corner. It's it is definitely one of those of like, okay, I've not got a full gym to to motivate you to see something. Like, I'm going on that, then I'm going on that. You're in one spot. Yeah. I think that's my main thing. Is um, I mean that one spot, not moving around, mm-hmm. uh, and that that is the lack of focus for me because I really I have that that thing of you know I get to that section kit that then I'm over there in a different it's a new yeah. environment now I'm smashing this section yeah. and I don't have that it's like literally I'm going to walk around the other side and uh, a lot of people as well they'll use like what would have been their journey their drive to the gym or their walk to the gym to get their head right for the session yeah so blast, like, blast music some, yeah, blast yeah. music so when they get there they're already like in a in a in a roused state like mentally yeah. uh, ready to like especially have... if you're going during the aerobics classes yeah <laughs> uh, but when it's just going from your living room yeah. to your kitchen or wherever you're going to be training, you don't have chance to like kind of get hyped. So even something as simple, this is something we've actually spoke about with some of the members of the gym. It's like going for a walk beforehand. Cause one, if you just go for a brisk walk for like 15 minutes, Mate, yeah, you physically huge. are warming up. So yeah. you're not going to be like trying to train and feel, feel a bit dithery and cold. So you get your yeah. heart rate going just a little bit, but you can blast some music, get your head right. And then like you're getting like, I love that. You're idea. counting down to the I session. I love that. I'd never even thought of that. Okay. The little walk, because the other day I went out after, because I couldn't do anything outside. It was pissing me rain. So I went out in the car just mm. to go, I'm going to nip to the shop and go get some, 
What was the game? I don't know. Not um, Limes. Not Limes, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't prep whatsoever. Could have got Limes, actually. Should have even, yeah, should have got Limes. Uh, and just getting dressed to get into the car and driving out, I felt way more alive when I came back mm. for simply doing that. And I hate going to the supermarket. Yeah. Like, load it. It's worse than going to Ikea. Because <laughs> there's no... I like <laughs> Ikea, I do. <sighs> no, no. no. For the meat well, two reasons Ikea sucks. One... You have to go around the stupid arrow directions that it makes you walk through all the crap. Mm-hmm. And two, never align in any of the wardrobes. No Narnia. Yeah. Out of all those wardrobes, you would think at least one of them would take you through to the wonderful snowy land of Turkish delight. And that really, I think she's quite hot, the Ice Queen. I, I quite liked her. I mean, aside from all the death and the murder and the turning yeah. to stone and stuff, up to that point, quite hot. Not for me, but... She want for you? No, I don't. Maybe I'm not remembering her correctly, but... I'll have a look after. She was a little bit... Yeah, she's a little bit cheeky. We'll put it on. A little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of a risk of getting turned to stone. Yeah. Why not? But yeah. Are no? we, uh, we going to say Are we trying now? the rum? Yeah, talking of ice. Ice queens. Yeah, yeah there we go. Are we going to have another clink? Like, why not? Let's be, let's be uh, gentlemen. So it smells... Dude, I can smell, like, citrus. Can you smell... There's a bit of something. That's just the spice. A little sippy sip. What's my hand doing? Well, I have to watch this. My left arm has started doing some really, yeah, overly relaxed motions that make me look... Limp-wristed. I'm going to say a little bit a little bit camp. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not bothered with that. It's just when did it start doing it? When did... Like, it looks like a little... If you can't see because you're not watching on YouTube. It's like, you know, like if, you, if you were to make a swan mm. shape with your arm. But not flexed. Like yeah, if you were to do like a, a T-Rex on its back. A flaccid swan. Flaccid swan, T-Rex on its back look. And it does this, and I noticed it. Like, when did that happen? Maybe I've started to shorten the tendons so much in my arms, it's now just slowly pulling up. You yeah. know, like that fox catcher. Yeah. You know, the, the guy in that, the wrestlers, and they just walk. I'm cur- I'm getting Kurt angled, is what's happening, I think. Have you had a sip? Hang on, let me mm, go. It's not so smoky. It's not, mm. as, it's not as spicy as I was expecting from the smell. That's very smoky. Mm. They're very oaky, very oaky. I can see how this would have been good with lime. Yes, I can as well. Because like, you there can is almost the a citrusy sp- kind of. You smell the spice of the citrus; it's almost citrusy, so you yeah. can see why it would balance with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is nice, but that's very sippable, and that's because we've let the ice melt, people. That's the trick. We've by no means put a small pouring in there; we've put a proper home pouring, mm. so that's pretty dense for the ice comparison. Lovely. Anyway, yeah, I love that. so I love that. Yeah, going for a walk before that would really wake me up. Just the fresh air getting in makes you feel a bit more alive. Hear the birds and all that. That gets me really awake. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a long walk. Literally fifteen no. minutes, ten minutes. That's enough. And it's just done slightly briskly. Like you automatically end up going at a bit of a pace if you've got some. Yeah, like, bit of music on. Music maybe a bit. Of, maybe that use that as a meditative time. Mm-hmm. Put a bit of Alan Watts on. So not. So you're kind of walking, listening to, or you you could do Alan Watts, which is where you listen to like just his his intelligent view on life mm-hmm. or you could do those motivational speeches you know yeah. where it really ramps you up like yeah. who am I I am you know all that yeah. kind of jazz or just blast they, metal. they really get me going yeah or get that metal music yeah whatever gets you cracking try yeah. different things yeah. come in through your door before you go out for the walk have get something it, ready yeah get it for, prepped get so it you done kind of can rock straight into it come in drink dig clothes from all the outside waterproof <laughs> stuff. Oh, just get naked. <laughs> yeah. I just train- all that, you know, that scene in Bruce no. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, whip them off. And that is one of the things. You, this is the one time you can train in your underwear. Yeah. And nobody's going to tell you no. Yeah. I mean, you can do it once in the gym, but only once. Yeah. <laughs> per gym. Once is enough. <laughs> then you're done. You're one per gym. 
Um, and then, yeah, that is a good way. To, I'm going to try that. That's what I'm going to start trying. But mine was going for the run. And that would really perk me up. I'd come in after the run. I'd have like a, another coffee or something like that. Do a little bit of chill. Let myself, you know, acclimatize back in the house. And then boom, straight into workout. Two, I have also been doing, which I did mention before. Just, just cheeky. My drinks cabinet is in, is in, is in the gym room. And I started just thinking, well, on a scientific level, what would happen if you had a little bit of a sip of rum in between yeah. some sets? Not all the sets. Just a little, little cheek one that spins around. Tell you what it does. Gives you awesome vascularity. Yes. Which yes. makes you feel good in the mirror, which then makes you train better. There's a lot of like people, like, have you heard of like whiskey and deadlifts? Like, 100% heard people doing shots before. Yeah. Yeah. So in, Just in one powerlifting. Before going in. Um, like, there's a, there's a, like a powerlifter, Chris Duffin, um, who I, I've followed for quite a while. He's, he's a very, very strong guy. Um, and he was like explaining the, the, his theory behind like the whiskey and deadlift thing, where basically when they were going for their, their, their last attempt on deadlift. So if you don't know powerlifting, you squat, bench, deadlift, and you, you do three attempts on each. So yeah. deadlift, you have three attempts. So your third deadlift is the last lift of the day. Um, unless in some federations, if you, break a record they actually allow you to have a fourth attempt but anyway the third attempt so basically you're not doing anything after that that's the last one so the whiskey and deadlift thing is have like a shot of whiskey or whatever something so it's just get ramped up yeah get just gives you or he describes it as like you get your beer muscles like when you're kind <laughs> of uh, a little bit rowdy yeah and not so inhibited by like potential well, stress or fear of like snapping your shit up yeah, <laughs> basically. yeah exactly. that's what it does relax you yeah. and there's 100 like for a, a shorter period after taking it, alcohol does boost testosterone, which is why at like midnight on nights out, everyone starts to think the King Kong has a bit of a, a bit of a scrap. And by two o'clock in the evening, they all love each other again because yeah. the testosterone yeah. has peaked and dropped. Um, and it, well, I mean, this is a great lead in. Well, let's let's talk about this. What about drinking and training? Because a lot of people do message me about this. Like, can you know, especially if you're dieting, can you have a drink? Can you train? Is it healthy? Yeah, I would say. Now, I drink very responsibly. I, I will. I show more, I guess, online that makes it look like possibly I love rum and whiskey more too much. But I literally will only have you know one or two little home pours once or twice a week. Yeah. You know, and it's usually with a purpose. There's, there's, you know, I'm not doing it to to get escape from anything. I'm not doing it to dull thoughts of anything else. It's to enjoy the taste, the moment. Maybe a movie I'm watching. I've got somebody over like you're over. You know, yeah. over. You know, just one. But again, it's that nature of learning about the drinks and the whiskeys, you sit with one and enjoy it. You're not going to shot that. You're not going to bang it back yeah. and do that eight times. And then, you know, it's not about that at all. No. So It can definitely be part it, of a healthy lifestyle. 100%. It can seem harsh having these, like, neat whiskeys and neat that around the house. It can look almost, you know, alcoholic in levels. That's what people <laughs> assume with it, don't they? Yeah. But in essence, it's better than having a bunch of beers in your fridge and alcohol pops. Mm, yeah, you, 100%. Oh, there's way less shit in there. So, and that is because, yeah, one of the reasons is... If you're going to drink spirits, you are basically, it's a very low calorie form. It's pure, it's a lot more pure alcohol. It's a lot less crap in it. The reason people get overweight or have weight issues when they drink a lot is because they're drinking stuff with sugar in it. Mm. So it's the sugar making it yeah. the problem. Not so much. Yeah, it's like very high. Like beer is not necessarily massively high calorie, but still relative yeah. per unit of alcohol compared to something like a, a rum or a whiskey. Yeah. Um, is, it's yeah. a massive difference. Yeah, massive. tremendous. Like you, you would not if you only drank spirits, you would not gain weight because of alcohol. Well, it would it'd be other things. Look, let's, let's look at the nineties alcoholic rockers, mm, yeah. shredded to the bone, yes. all of them. And so that's and, the key. Yeah, that is the key. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you do look, if you do look at some studies, if you do look at true alcoholics mm-hmm. who drink heavily, like spirits, and obviously their diet is is poor. They probably don't eat much. They're drinking yeah. more than anything else. Yes. But their actual lean body mass index is crazy. Yeah. Like they they have a very high muscle to yeah. fat ratio. Yeah. Um, so it it's that's an extreme version of showing how it's not uh, negative towards you know ha- having a lean physique. But the trick, the trick is to 100% understand that what you drink, it's what's in that drink in terms of outside of the alcohol. So alcopops, terrible things. Full of, you're basically drinking full sugared, I want to call it what, what, fizzy drinks, pop, yeah, whatever pops, you call yeah, it. Yeah, pop. I think it's a bread British thing to call it pop. You know what a yank, what a, yeah, was soda. Like, I was going to say yanks in. I think that's offensive, isn't it, as well? Yeah. Cool. Think, call them, go on, say it. Yankee Doodles. <laughs> <laughs> Just love the word. <laughs> Just reminds me of, uh, uh, what's he called? That chick, that angry chicken. I say, I say, I say. I don't know what you're on about. What? The, the, the character, the chicken, is a real angry chicken. Angry chicken? He's a big angry chicken. Rooster, even. I don't and know. He's, I say, I say, I say, I'll hit you in the noggin. <laughs> no. It's not no. ringing a bell. Right? 100% he's real. <laughs> it's not a figment of it's my not, imagination. It's not. It's not. 100%. What's he called? I'll think. Somebody will tell me. Um, what was he talking about? What, what were we talking about? Oh, what American calls fizzy drinks. Yeah. What do they call soda? Yeah. yeah, so soda. If you drink an alcohol, you're basically drinking sodas. And we all know sodas are bad for you. You rot your teeth because they're full of sugar. Yeah. Same with uh, beers. It's high volume for starters. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, what? what's an average beer? Like 550 mil? Is that a pint? Something like that? I don't know. It's a lot. Com- yeah. When you compare it. So you're drinking, some people drinking six, seven of those a night. You have one, that's okay. Mm. Because you can you can log that, you can keep it. If you keep anything within your calorie allowance, it's absolutely fine. You also need to understand that alcohol is its own independent macro. So it stands aside from carbs, fats, and proteins. Now, you also need to understand that alcohol is prioritized by the body for breakdown. Yes, numero. It's numero, numero. It goes. Numero, it goes to the, to the top of the tier once it enters your system. Reason for that is obviously it's technically a toxin for your body. Yeah. So your body starts focusing on that to break it down. This is layman's Ethanol, terms of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So the the their best product, the best product, the best protocol for me that I found, if you're going to have a drink and things, is to make sure you get all your main meals in, all your big foods, all your fats and carbs prior to you starting to go out. If you want to go out with friends and have a drink, get all those in. You cap carbs and fats before you go out for the drink. Yeah. After you start drinking, lean meats only. And honestly, yeah. that will keep you well on track. If anything, some days if you if you stay with like your diet mixers or whatever, or stick with the spirits, and then wake up the next morning, you will look awesome. Yeah, I do notice that just vascularity, yeah. like it's definitely through the roof, lean. isn't it? Doesn't work if you keep it up to day two. It starts to look worse. You will progressively look worse. So don't don't start using this as a means to. I got to drink every day because you know I'm, Lex and Mister Lewis said. I'm sure that like um, I've heard some bodybuilders having that as part of their protocol before, like, literally before they're stepping on stage. Oh yeah, no, like, everyone has red wine before yeah, stage and a sure. shot of something, yeah. usually like a whiskey. Yeah, that's imagine that though, because obviously they're super dehydrated and like you know, well, like you must feel not s- in the shows I did. We oh. weren't because they were tested the ones I did, okay. and we were doing macros, so we were all fully hydrated. Oh right, yeah, because the, the dehydration thing is nonsense. Yeah. and the only reason that works in the untested shows is because they're taking compounds which uh, stop the muscles flattening off as much without the water. Yeah. Uh, but even so, they shouldn't dehydrate. Yeah. They should stay hydrated and stay the same compounds, and they'd they'd look better. Yeah. So it's it's just a big thing that they all do that you know. And the bad the reason they do it is because and it's got the bad nickname of say they describe getting leaner as uh, and tight as drying out, yeah. which is a complete misnomer. 
like you don't want to dry out if you the reason you might look here's a big one as well so why should uh, stuck at home not training the same you're not losing loads of muscle if you're training. What's happening is you're losing glycogen. Yes. So you're flattening off. That's all that's happening. You're not losing masses of muscle. Don't freak out, people. Literally within a few sessions, that Dude, comes with, back. Within like- 10 days of getting back in the gym and eating, you will fill right back up. Fill right back up. And especially if you start running like I'm doing now, that depletes your glycogen massively. Mm. So I start, I feel tighter, but I look way flatter. So I start eat. so simply I'll just eat like um, dark chocolate before training. I'll have a block of dark chocolate, like the 80% stuff. Yeah and um some citrulline and then i'll look like a different human being midway through sessions yeah. even at home here just doing like daft lateral raises with that those dumbbells you gave me it's, which it's is some, sweet by the way it's something though isn't it that's that going back to the original point basically like you want to kind of keep it short and sweet with your training but like yeah. just make sure you keep it up you bet like if you've got the once you get going if you've got the energy to carry on then feel free do a normal you know. if you get that burst go with it yeah yeah, yeah 100%. don't don't hold back for the sake of holding back but don't go into the session thinking, oh man, I'm going to have to do two hours here. This is going no. to like bury me. Like, yeah, go go easy on yourself because it's it's an unusual situation. You're better off doing something is better than nothing. Literally oh, anything. Like, I used to I used to travel the country with my old job, and I'd be on the road all the time. And sometimes, and well, more often than not, I wasn't oh, going to have. There's been a block. Oh, this is the annoyance of the the old camera. Come on. It stopped recording partway through, so sorry on YouTube. You're gonna have a "We'll be back in a moment" <laughs> section on the on the YouTube channel. Ah, um, uh, never mind, all good. Yeah, so basically traveling all the time, so that would constantly be interrupting my training. And with like strength training, everything's very structured. You're hitting this percentage on certain days, and it, it all rolls into each other. And like when you're missing sessions, it can massively impact how the training goes. But by having some resistance bands in my outer town bag and being able to do some like resistance band squats and press ups and yeah. just little things, I actually was able to still maintain and like make progress while while doing that. So I think that just shows that you can. It's not ideal. My progress was slower, yeah. but it was still there. And if you are new to training, I, I admit like this is going to be a real fluctuation time for you. You're mm. going to see some fluctuations on those scales because your consistency and levels of training are going to differ massively because as you train for longer periods of time, you get very good at muscle control. And muscle control means that you're more capable of burning out the muscles, hitting those muscles, contracting the muscle, focusing on the muscle, even with lighter weights or less equipment. You yeah. just become more adept at hitting that muscle properly. Yeah. So if you're new to training, that's going to be more of a struggle. You're going to feel like maybe things aren't hitting the same. They're hurting in different places. And you, your body weight is going to go up and down because of water retention from good session, bad session. You're eating that day if it's, you know, you finish eating at different times, which will still affect everyone. But the longer you be training, the less these little variables tend to cause bigger variables along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just, just trying your best bet is keep your eating on track uh, in terms of when you start eating and when you finish eating. That's going to be huge in how you look in the mirror. Yeah. And the look in the mirror is the thing that spurs most of us on. If you start looking shit in the mirror, we start losing motivation. Yeah. So if you stop eating every night at like half eight, nine o'clock or earlier, if you can, do that every single day, and then you'll start waking up looking way more consistent, mm-hmm. which helps. Yeah. And then um, aside from that, like you said, intensity needs to be brought into your session. So if you can't bring intensity through weight, bring intensity through reduced rest periods, bring intensity through uh, supersets. 
just just keep fucking moving. Just go. All the shit that you don't usually do. Maybe you don't do bodyweight dips normally. Maybe you don't do press-ups normally. Maybe you don't do Spider-Man press-ups. Give it all a go. Fall on your face. I think you'll, you'll, you'll find yourself wanting to cut that rest intervals down because normally when you're at the gym, you might have there's other distractions going on there yep. to keep you kind of entertained throughout those, like, you know, two, three, four, five-minute rest intervals, depending on how you train. But when you're sat at home, unless you actively, like, go and just pull up your phone and start scrolling on Instagram, you're just going to be kind of sat in your living room staring at the floor. Yeah. So, like, you know, which that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. Like, I would recommend, like, if it is in your living room, turn your TV off, take away some of the distractions. So it keeps you focused. And also, you just want to get into the next exercise because you're bored. Yeah, Like, if true. you want to keep that pace up and Although, keep, keep the focus. I will say you won't get bored if you put Rambo on whilst doing your shoulder training in the living room, yeah. whilst looking at the equipment in the other which, room. Which Rambo? For the well, not the originals, but the first Rambo when they brought him back. Yeah, yeah, because it's just on Netflix now. Me and Emma just went through all of the Rambos, like one to five. So, don't you love the one that's dedicated to um, the ones in Afghanistan? Yes, that way they're just playing like the they're running with the sheep, the game with the sheep, the dead yeah, sheep. The third one, that <laughs> it's just what a mad game. Yeah, mate, that's crazy, isn't it? riding that horse, we're just lugging this dead sheep around. I'm like. Sheep ball, solid game. Let's yeah. bring that back. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Aliens, COVID, sheep ball. Yeah. Well, I think that'd be a completely legit game. <laughs> Get together with not your friends in a field. Though. Get some of those little wooden horses that you know you use as a kid. <laughs> so you leg it around. Get a fluffy sheep and reenact the Stallone Rambo sheep ball. Yeah. Brand new game. I was, I was watching that, trying to figure out at what point did he jump on gear. I was like... Oh, uh, I think the Rocky, first one he was now. Rocky th- 2. I think ramp like in the Rambo... Rambo was natural he's, in the first one. You reckon? I think he no, was in the first one. I'm pretty he's lean but small. Yeah. And but not mega lean. But there's a massive difference between him in one when, and two. When's Rambo 1 compared to Rocky 3? I don't know the timeline. I'm not that much of a story. Was he, I, was he Rocky before he was Rambo? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I because if that's the case... Rocky was first, I think. Rocky 3 is where he went supersonic. Yeah. Because in the first Rocky, like, don't get me wrong, he still looks good. No, he doesn't. But, like, he's, no, no, he's quite no, soft. No, 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 he doesn't look good, though. No, he doesn't look okay. good. Okay. From a he's non-Instagramer <laughs> point of view, like... He just looks super normal. Yeah, he looks normal. You can tell he trains. He looks a little like, bit like Rocky Marciano, I guess. Yeah. Like, realistically, though, there are there are plenty of athletes that fight with very similar body types. That's oh, a, that's in like, boxing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a realistic yeah, yeah, body type. 100%. But um, not compared to, like... He's not... He's not... He's not Stallone. He's by no means out know. of shape, but he doesn't. He doesn't look like any kind of super athlete. Then you get him to like to, to level it's like three. A strong looking dad. Yeah, he just he just looks like a bit of a, a bit of a brawler, doesn't he? A yeah. bit like yeah. There's no real solid definition on anything, but neither he's not he's not going to belly or anything mm. either. But then you compare that to the human being that steps in 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 Rocky Three, where yeah. he's clearly a welterweight versus a heavyweight, yeah. <laughs> but nobody seems to care about that. Yeah. Uh, that he's got muscles there that I didn't know existed in, mm. that, in his core. Yeah, never yeah, had a chest though. Never had a chest. Just his makeup. He doesn't have it. Same with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I, yeah, I think he, I think he looks good in uh, in the yeah. light ones. He, look, have you noticed how big he is now though? Like, yeah, he's, he's like a proper unit. tank. But you see when they did the new Rocky when they did that and they were like, you can't run because your knees are knackered. You can't do this yeah. and that. And then he goes, so what we're going to do is we're going to hit him like a freight train. Yeah. So we're going to make you hurting bombs. That's it. We're going to yeah. have to build some hurting bombs. And I think that's generally like what he did in real life though. Did you see him train? Yeah. He started just getting like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is what I can do. Yeah, he Fucking lost it. Because like in some of the other ones, he's like running, climbing, doing so much stuff. He's like an athletic guy. Yeah. But like 
you know, he's not any. Obviously, he's he's old. He legit now. jumped off one of the back of those lorries though in the first Rambo that they redid. Yeah, you know when he jumps off the back and rolls. Yeah, it's him. And he's sixty something when he did that. Sixty yeah. something. Fair I know he's like in his, his mid seventies now. Wonders of growth hormone. Yes, yes. His jaw <laughs> is twice the size. Yeah. Who cares? But, who, no, who he looks. He looks amazing. Fair play to the boy. Yeah, definitely. Didn't um, he have like two shoulder surgeries as well? Like I know in the he, last three or four years. I'm not sure about he, it recently. There's a picture of him and Arnie in hospital yeah, that's together. What I was thinking they both both had, yeah they both put you buggered. Yeah, fair play to him though. I, I could only dream to be anywhere near that kind of uh, level of a physique. Oh, it's, that in, age. it's just insane. And they both lived like to they're into seventies. Are they now? Mm. Are they both in, actually? In yeah, the they're 70s? both in their mid seventies. Mad. That's mad when you think he's just done that last blood mm-hmm. and what he did in that running around, yeah. blasting people. I know. That was Great quite good, film. actually. Was Great film. So short, though. Hour, hour and 15, hour and 10. I didn't notice. He, he goes from, like, pissed to hell-bent real quick. Yeah. Right, there's that little build where it's to do with the young girl. Mm. Uh, and then he's just like, yeah, you, you all die. You're, you're all going to die. Yeah. And I'm going to eat your heart. <laughs> He goes full Rambo. Yeah. It was really satisfying. Yeah, it really was. It was very good. Yeah, uh, it did get get crazy quite quickly. It yeah. didn't feel like a Rambo film, like in the same way yeah, as the others. Yeah, I know what you mean. did, like the the kind of on-the-run hunt style. Just It was, it was yeah. a little bit of a different format. It still well, looked, what? He was in... We've gone very Rambo on this one. Yeah, We've gone deep into the Rambo. I do love it, though. He's, he motivates me. Putting Rambo on motivated me to work out. Yeah. You know why though? Because I grew up watching Bruce Lee, Stallone, Arnie, Snipes. Yeah. And that is in my head. I was like, "That's a man." Yeah. That's literally what I used to think. Yes. Yeah, I was like, "That's how I'm supposed to look." Cool yeah. beans, right? How do I do that? And ever since I'd say twelve, owning those, you know, those sand dumbbells yeah. you used to buy from like Argos. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Gold yeah. sand. I used to watch like the Mortal Kombat film, and then I was just like. <laughs> Trying to do like a modified bench, but it was like effectively it was yeah. floor press before I knew what floor press was. I mean, like these sand weights that I had at home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some, some, some of my uh, embarrassing stories now from when I was younger with the weights. So if you remember the sand weights, they were they had plastic clips, didn't they? Uh-huh. To screw on, which never stayed on. Um, a two and a half kilos each side yeah. looked like twenty five kilos <laughs> a side, <Yeah. laughs> so they looked awesome. Yeah. As a kid, when I first got these dumbbells, guess where I first did my bicep curls. You where? Know, yeah, where I first did the bicep curls in the house. The toilet. <laughs> Why the toilet? I don't know. Why was think, that the first thing you I, said? I think like you would look at yourself in the mirror. like <laughs> yes, That's what you do. You just, just naked in the toilet. Just just like, where can I get naked? <laughs> a 12-year-old kid. Yeah, that's fine. How <laughs> dirty were you as a 12-year-old kid? <laughs> Have you seen uh, America... 12, you're naked in the toilet looking at yourself because this is that was your first thought. Yeah. I've got weights. I'm 12. Where would I be? Naked in the toilet. <laughs> Well, I haven't changed much. Uh, have you seen um, American Beauty? Uh, yes. With the uh, and like Lester, like the character Lester Burnham, and he and he strips off in his garage and he's watching himself. Oh yeah, in yeah, yeah. Naked doing curls yeah. like that was you. <laughs> that was yeah. you. That was. that was you. Yeah. No, you're wrong. But it's, oh. it's equally as bad. So we lived in a house where the sofa was underneath the windows of the living room, mm-hmm. like, and so I sat on the top of the sofa. Mm-hmm. At the window, doing my bicep curls. Out the window. With my, t- with my gold dumbbell. <laughs> just just so curling, just in case the girls across the road yeah. had looked through the window. <laughs> they'd, have been, you know, even more surprised. Really... they'd have been even more surprised if they were looking through the bathroom window. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. 
And then you sent me I first did my first bicep curls. Well. When I got the weights. I was like, right, who needs to see this? Yeah. Girls across the way. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Goals. I, I Goals set. I wasn't interested in that. I was I was watching Mortal Kombat. I was doing <laughs> like a floor press. And then I was supersetting floor press with trying to do that thing where you kick yourself up from lying on the floor. Like The Rock does. Like, yeah, where he's again, you call it a nip up, or yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Was, whatever that is, where you kick yourself up because one of the guys in the Mortal Kombat film, Liu Kang, yeah, like, does it. And I was like, yeah, damn, I want to be able yeah. to do that. But I'd just basically like crack my head off the floor repeatedly like 10 times, and then I'd go back to bench press. <laughs> then I'd hit my head off the floor 10 times and go back to bench press. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> Why were we so retarded as kids? Yeah, I, I was having this conversation the other day about the dumb stuff that you've done. Oh my god! So you're smacking your head off the floor, then going back to doing bicep curls. I'm set. sat at the window, curling one arm at a time, making sure that the window view to bicep ratio is optimized. Yeah. Oh my god! I think it was very predictive of our future. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> we have, yeah, yeah. It's not far yeah. from uh, the stuff we get. It's up just to. magnified. We've just yeah. We just make sure we don't get arrested for it now because mm. because you don't get away with it as much. No. I'm pretty sure if I was naked at the window bicep curling people would have things to say or photos to take photos to take and tweets to make (laughs) yeah wouldn't be a good move now no not so much not so much but you know I think if you ever lose that little kid in, I was talking about this somebody the other day it's like when when, and they said it I don't know why they say this but it's always like when when do men grow up Mm. like but surely women as well are just as mad at times like, do the dumb stuff that they did when they were... Yeah, I think so. I think um, you... I think women are more mature, even from a very early age. Like, yeah, no, the they most do say part. that. And I think, like, there's probably a more noticeable, like, progression of maturity, whereas guys, like, <laughs> we progress from, like, birth to, like, 12. <laughs> and then that's it. And then it dr- it slows yeah. down a lot. Some of, some of us don't ever grow out of the wearing tracksuits phase, yeah. which is bad. Yeah. That's a bad one. Like, come on, people. <laughs> Get some denim in your life. <laughs> Uh, but yeah I do agree uh, you get girls that, like grow up way quicker than, than guys do yeah. but like when did guys grow up I was like well, how sad is that like if women don't have that option of like always feeling like they have to grow up I think men are just more I was going to say more do you think, stupid I think, but I I think we are just more just, simplistic in our yeah. thought processes I mean that is proven as well mm. like we we think of everything in a singularity more don't we yeah Whereas uh, women have been proving to show that they will think of that singularity than every possibility that could possibly go off that singularity mm-hmm. and every other pathway from those pathways that could possibly happen, which is why they're way more stressed most yeah. of the time than us. I think it makes a lot of sense in terms of like if you're looking back to like caveman times, whereas yeah. like well, no, this was looking at legitimately brain pathways and brain functions. They've done studies like where they watch the neural activity and everything, yeah. and men basically we compartmentalize. We, we everything. can't over- overthink things. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't do. We can't think of more than one yeah. one problem at a time. No, so we don't. Not not everyone's like that, but I think it's yeah. definitely it's the higher. It's a we're talking about bell, on a bell curve. Yeah, men is that, more yeah. over on the one side of things, yeah. and women. Yeah, yeah, yeah come on, people, get over. We know there's anomalies to every situation. We're talking generalized. Like, you know, get get off your soapbox, put it away. Put, it, Put away. it away. Put it away. Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so. God, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think if I ever grow up properly, shoot me. It means yeah. I've got boring. Yeah. I remember, because um, this was more about the kind of, not necessarily growing up being childish, but I remember it was, I think it was on an episode of Scrubs, and it was talking about basically like, um, 
someone like fulfilling their dreams and he was just like, oh, life hasn't crushed that out of you yet. And mm. I remember thinking about that and I was like, Life hasn't. What a negative way. Yeah, to I was like, man, things. I'm not. I was like, I'm not ever gonna let life crush my dreams. It's really like that sounds really cringy putting that out there and <laughs> yeah. saying it. But as, in my head, I was just like, never gonna because me down. like, and you know, as a kid, I was looking at people that were working kind of the same job that they'd worked and hated it, and they've been doing this for years on end with no yeah. ambition to change that. And I, I didn't get it because, like, as a kid, obviously you don't have any kind of tie-ins at, like holding you down at that point. So I didn't understand how easy it is to fall into that habit. Yeah. Um, but I was really like consciously thinking, I'm gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to just give up on what I want to do. I'm just going to persevere and keep you, plugging away at yeah. stuff. You know, help me with that. My mum. Yeah. My mum was one of those who never said you no to an idea that you had. Yeah. You know, it was I want to try this, and her immediate reaction was. That sounds good. Yeah. And it could be the dumbest thing you've ever said. Like, you know, mum thought of a really great idea. It's a jewel, jewel mousetrap. Mm-hmm. Twice the mice, once the price. <laughs> that, boom, straight away. Yeah. Entrepreneurship. Yeah. But she'd be like, that's a really good idea, that. You, yeah. you see what you can do with that. So she just would always, there was never that doubt. Yeah. And so she was, she was always very good at that. And, and that's, she, and she was, um, you know, she was multi multitasking. Like she did stuff. I could don't know how she ever coped, really. Like, but my mum, as as much as she uh, often felt like, I know my mum felt like because I didn't have a, a, a dad around all the time. Um, she felt like I missed out on having a father. But did I bother? My mum was two was more than two people's worth. Mm-hmm. Like she did so much. She there's not a point in my life when I can think if I didn't. Not in a bougie, not bougie is the wrong word, not in like a spoiled way. Mm-hmm. No, it was if I wanted to try something, my mum found a way. Yeah. Even though she couldn't afford it, couldn't do something, she would find a, find a way of getting to do it. And I never appreciated how much she did that until a later in life when I realized what she'd done to achieve those things, the yeah. debt she got and all this jazz. Um, but like my mum uh, was a facilitator for me, never thinking that something wasn't possible. I would just, she said, yep, yeah, have a go, have a go, have a go. And if you didn't like it and whatever, she'd be like, okay, cool. It's not a problem. You gave it a go, had yeah. a try. And not a lot of people like that. They said, life hasn't crushed them yet. Yeah. That is such a negative outlook. Like everything you do, something's going to crush it. Yeah. And a lot of people have this general cloud over their head every day. Every day walking around, oh, something bad's going to happen today. Mm. And if you walk around thinking that, something bad will happen. Yeah. Because you're putting yourself in negative situations. Yeah, there's, you, it's it's how you perceive them, isn't it? That's what yeah. For for a lot of things, it's yeah. just how you choose to look at it. And the, don't get me wrong, there's good and bad situations that yeah. do happen, but they can always be handled in better ways. So having that outlook, and also what you're saying about your mom always giving you opportunities and always saying yes, that's like that's such a great like outlook to have from a young age because. Even if they're shit, even if they're yeah. rubbish ideas, the fact of like trying stuff and going out and doing stuff, like that's always going to be giving you feedback. You're going to learn lessons yeah. from that. Well, Whereas if you, you never even try it, you like that that bad idea could have failed, but then spawned a slightly better yeah, version, which they and, always, and, always yeah, do, it does. always do. That's, and it can also let you know where you want to be in life. You gave that go. Oh, I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I know that because I gave it a bash. Ballet lessons yeah. work for you then. <laughs> what ballet. ballet ballet yeah no never yeah. tried that one we we would probably be better off right now bendiness wise if we did do a little bit of yeah, ballet boys. all boys should be pushed into ballet until they're about seven and realize that that, that they wanted to play football more yeah. but uh i wish you know what i do wish i did earlier which wasn't a mumsy thing to put you into thai boxing yeah. or something like that yeah. like a, a, some kind of martial art or fights class mm-hmm. i think that would have really like helped me in terms of uh 
athleticism yeah. and focus. Because mm-hmm. I know my mum used to kick me out of the house and go for bike rides if I got tetchy. She'd be like, go for a run, go for a bike ride. And I'd yeah. come back happy as Larry. Yeah. I don't know who Larry is, but he's always happy. Um, but yeah, yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, she used to know how I was. So she used to facilitate, you know, knowing that I was, that I needed that channeling. Do you want to do that now? What do the kids do? Sit on cod? Yeah. And get ramped up and angry and shout at someone when they come into the room and yeah games can be can be frustrating like I dude I, and like, I can't play it yeah. I can't play it online I get it's too fuming. mad yeah. so I don't do it because I know it's a massive negative that for going it yeah. I got so angry once we were playing I was playing my mate Michael playing my mate my friend so he's three feet away from me and we were playing not FIFA but the other one that's more realistic I don't know football games oh no um, I didn't play much because I was more Madden and stuff like that yeah but um Oh, what's it called? Something like it's not. It's like ISS. It's like it's like letters. Oh. ISS football or something like that. It's basically it was more realistic in terms of like your players were fatigued more. It looked a bit more realistic. It wasn't as feverish in terms of you couldn't do an overhead scissor kick from the edge of the box and possibly score a goal. Mm-hmm. So, and or we would play, and he would just run at an angle across the field, just a just a normal angle across the field, and none of my players would go and tackle him. <laughs> And he would just keep it, and he would, the worst part is he would chuckle whilst he was doing it. Yeah, he was like, hmm, like, just a little, hmm, because I'd be screaming, fucking tackle him! And then I would get the ball, and his players would come and tackle me straight away, because he knew how to not interfere with the AI. Yeah. Whereas I didn't, I was switch player, switch player, switch player. I got so angry, once I threw the controller at him. And since that day, we've not played it again. <laughs> Because this way, stop running at angles and threw it at him. And that was it. And I refused to play the game again. And then now he refuses to ever play it with me. I again. don't blame him, to be fair. If yeah, you Mark, you're Mark, you're 100% right. Never to play that game with me again. So now now he deliberately plays UFC games with me and refuses to do anything but button bash yeah. just to spite me. And he doesn't care that he'll lose 10 in a row as long as he wins one yeah. against me button doesn't bashing. doesn't know anything, just button no. bash. Yeah. yeah, he refuses because he knows how much it'll annoy me if he beats me with a button bash. Yeah. And sometimes he beats me with the biggest KOs with button bashing. Yeah. Like, it happens like what yeah. I, I was playing. I can't remember which one of the UFC games it was. Now, this is probably a good four years ago, maybe five years ago. And one of my mates was doing exactly that, just button bashing. But he, he was, <laughs> he was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like one in 10. It was it was more than 50-50 yeah. in his favour. And I was like, what is going on here? Do get, just like, how do they get enjoyment out of the button bash, though? Like, I think no satisfaction from a button bash. No, no. I, but, but I think I give too many fucks about the legitimacy of my wins. Yeah. You know? I yeah, think it needs to look like a realistic fight. Yeah. You want, you, something in you. Like, but just the need to know, I did that. Yeah. That was my move, not yeah. an accident. Yeah, that, that was my idea. Yeah. And you want, like... Especially if you follow like UFC, you want it to feel like an organic fight. Whereas button bashing, you can see because it's like really jarring. Yeah, like, which is there's no flow to it's it. It's why I can't play COD online yeah. because if we're playing it, I am the guy with the gun. <laughs> I like I'm moving as if I'm in a war, and then some dude does a triple somersault off a off a, a building nearby and throws a grenade at me and kills me. And I'm like, well, you would. That's not how. That's not real. Yeah. So I can't get on with it, especially when they're twelve and the headset. They're going, ha ha, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, wait, I'll find where you live. I'll, I got your IP address. Oh, I'll find you. Oh, I'll find you. <laughs> yeah, Billy Not Boy ninety two. I'm coming for you. Does, yeah. <laughs> the Lexatron will be at your front door in T minus forty minutes. Who's <laughs> your mum will answer, and then yeah, much will happen. Little, little it, it does not bring out a good side of me. Yeah, playing that. So I, I stopped. I love the storylines. Love playing that. Mm. Um, but I, I need that legitimacy. I don't know why. So I, that's why I don't get on with the crazy gaming thing. So no, much. but. 
anyway, like it is. It's frustrating, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, whereas yeah, getting out and actually doing something physical. Like I boxed when I was a kid for a good few years. I like did other bits. I played. Like, you when you were young, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. And I wish I kept that up a little bit more. Yeah, look, no flinch. Threw a jab at you. Nothing. Nothing. <sighs> Stone cold Lethal killer. Weapon, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just like. It was a really good outlet. I wish I stuck with it a little bit more, and I wish I kind of appreciated yeah. what I was doing. you get doing. annoyed that you didn't? Like, wondering maybe how good would it be now if I'd have just kept going, going, yeah, going? Yeah, potentially. I was quite good considering, um, like, the the duration that I was doing it for. But, um, yeah, I think I could have been relatively good. I don't think I'd have been, a, like, world champion. But, yeah, you know, I like, always I'm, feel like that. But that's okay. Like, what did they say? Um, something of something, master of none. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, and like, like yeah. Um, I do think that, like what you said, like having that carryover to um, just general performance and athleticism and going into other things, like as I grew up, it just became less and less practical for me to, to make it to a certain class at a certain yeah. time. Did you feel the pressure coming up as well of like having to go down a certain path in life because of like education and stuff? So for me, it was very much you go to primary school, you get through there, you get to a good secondary school, one that usually requires an interview mm. to make sure that you, you know, not going to stab people when you're there. Yeah. Then, um, I've got a funny story. Oh my God, I've got a funny story for going to a school interview, which I'll remind me of. Um, but then you go from school, the secondary school into college, which I think, so if you're, if you're Americans, it's different. You call it high school and that takes you all the way through and you call university college. Mm. So you have high school, which takes you through. We have high school, but we call it college. And then you have two years after college, which is sixth form. We call it yeah. upper school upper school yeah. where some people call it different things or some people call that college yeah. it gets very confusing yeah. but basically up until 18 you can stay into education and then after 18 university mm-hmm. so but to get into university what you want to do in those years of 17 to 18 year olds you have to pick what core subjects you want to do and mine was very much you do science you do maths these are the ones that get you good you know into a good job and I'm like now I realise yeah maybe in the 1950s it, what, do you feel that pressure or did you feel that pressure from me from so i felt that pressure from just generally that was what i brought up with that yeah. you do this you go to a red brick university mm-hmm. and you you study these core subjects maths biology chemistry but one of those you pick one and that's what you do yeah and i would have in hindsight been much better following my artistic streak which mm-hmm. is what i've gone and done anyway yeah. with the, the content creation everything online and um I was good at art. I won like the art prize for the year in third year of school, but then I didn't carry art through to A-level. I've got a funny art story for that. Right, so you do funny art, I'll do funny uh, going to a school interview. But yeah, so I felt those pressures to go into those core subjects. Now, if I was to do it again, and this is what I would advise any any guys listening to is are going through the stage of like, should I do what's wanted of me or should I do what I feel like I want to do? Please do what you feel like you want to do over what you feel like you're being told to do because you will... You have that feeling, that gut feeling of wanting to do it. I'm assuming that you also understand you have a talent towards it. Yeah. Like, don't just decide you want to become a trampoline gymnast and you've never touched a trampoline. Yeah, like, it's kind don't of be silly. sometimes yeah. as well. It's going to be like banging a square peg into a round hole. Like, go with your go with your strengths yeah. as well. Obviously, I'm not saying ignore your weaknesses. Like, but yeah. especially if it's picking subjects, like mm-hmm. definitely go with things that interest you because you're going to have more passion going into yeah, that subject 100%. and you're going to perform better. 
purely on the basis that you have more passion for it. Yeah, and and to be fair, that is what I did. So I went down that way of doing the science route, but I did biology because I had two fantastic biology teachers, Dr. Pearson and Mr. Broadhurst, legends, absolute legends. Went snowboarding with one and gym to the other with the other. Brilliant, brilliant human beings. They made me love the subject. Yeah. So I carried that through into university, did biology at university twice. Yeah, did two degrees in it. Uh, one, because... First, you know, going to uni, did biology because I thought I'd do something I enjoy. Second time was because I thought I wanted to be a teacher. So I went back to university to do another degree, like top up, mm-hmm. to have a fresh degree yeah. to go into, the, to be able to apply to teaching because it's so competitive. Yeah. Um, but in hindsight, I was very good at art. I can draw, I can do all that kind of thing. And I, and I love doing that. And I love being involved in plays at drama in school, but I was never in the drama class as a, I was only in drama class as part of like when they did these tumble sessions. Yeah. So like you do, four weeks of drama then the next time you do four weeks of engineering or whatever yeah, they, that, yeah. we in our school we had that and I loved all that and in hindsight what I should have probably tried was that more artistic route mm-hmm. yeah um, but then at the end of the day everything's worked out but it all comes around yeah, yeah eventually you find your passion happens. anyway so you know maybe had I done that I'd have never done the fighting and I'd have never done all these other things that I've done yeah. and, and they've made me what I am now which is you know I'm quite, I feel like I'm quite well rounded and yeah. you know fun enough to be around aren't I you know yeah, yeah, interesting you're all right. I'm alright yeah 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 yeah. Uh, I personally, I didn't um, feel like I had any kind of pressure on that side of things. My upbringing, I think, was fairly different to yours, and like I was a complete shitbag, basically. Well, I didn't have just just clarify. I didn't have the pressure on that. It was just the fact of where I went to school, mm-hmm. and that way, it was it, that was the expectation of the people I was around. Was yeah. it was just I was in me that was told core subjects are the way you go. Mm-hmm. So I just went, oh, okay, I'll do that. There wasn't really a pressure. If I'd have said I want to do drama and art, yeah, mum yeah. would have been fine with it. Yeah, it was just to me, I'd been brought up with that heritage yeah yeah no I that, get that's what what, so that's what i picked because i thought i should yeah rather I, than what yeah I felt. yeah i don't think i ne- i didn't necessarily i didn't necessarily notice any of that anyway if it was put on me i i think especially at school because i had a, a bit of a, a bad reputation for my behavior and like just being a class clown mm-hmm. um, i was a class clown yeah that was but in a nice like, way yeah, yeah so i was sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did cause a lot of problems and um so a lot of the times when I'd interact with like the teachers at school, like basically their expectations of me were very low. Yeah. So like I don't think that there was any external pressure. Like when I picked my subjects, I didn't get what I picked. They just got, gave me what was left. They're like, that's but what they were like, doing. it doesn't matter because you're not yeah. going to try anyway. So just they give it up. Yeah, just like you have whatever up. you've got left, which is kind of how it worked out. Um, but it was okay. Like. Uh, but this is like, if you're an intelligent human being with a passion, we've both shown eventually you will find where you need to be. Yeah. And you'll be doing what you love. Like, you love what you're doing. You own that gym. You've worked hard. You own that gym. It's a great gym. It honestly is. It's one of my favorites. And it shows that what you care about is in that gym. It shows in that gym. And, you know, eventually I, I, I came through. Prior to being on all the YouTube and stuff, I was a doorman. I was I was a I did MMA kind of semi professionally and then I owned a bakery making wedding cakes and cupcakes and milkshakes. It's bizarre. It's such a random thing. Yeah. Oh, and then I ended up in music videos for Sugar Babes and doing yeah, some stuff. That, yeah, I've done some weird. Sometimes I forget what I've done. I've done some weird stuff when I went through that kind of the in in inverted commas modeling yeah. thing. Uh, but I didn't mean to do that. That just came about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what what I'm saying is is if you can nurture that creativity that you have or that desire you want and the way you want to go yeah. follow that from a from a start point because you're only ever going to come back to it anyway yeah. 
You really are. And also, don't worry if you're not if you don't feel like you're doing that well in the academic setting. The when you get out into the real world, the world is bigger than just it's bigger than academia. Like, I did so poorly in that world, and I left yeah. school thinking I was stupid. Like at the time, I in knew comparison, that I, I knew that I was stupid. You were great, I was yeah. a stupid person because that was how everyone was judged. If you don't do well, and you know your your you GCSEs or whatever they are now. Um, Hold that thought. I'm going to stop and start the video because I'm going to hack this. I will hack this camera so that we don't have to do this, but it will void my warranty, but worth it. Totally. So, yeah. So, you felt you felt like, well, it's because we're graded, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. you, you feel, uh, again, uh, set up. And this is very similar to how people are now on Instagram. Like, they, they're grading themselves against Instagram highlights. Yeah. My life is not good because it doesn't accentuate yeah. this. Your life, you felt, wasn't good because it didn't have an A grade next to it. Yeah, like, I... Yeah, I didn't think that I was intelligent enough to have a high-paid job. But in a sense, that actually helped me in other ways because I knew that my strength was outworking other people and being more persistent. So yeah. although I wouldn't do well in class, I was at school. I worked on my weekends uh, like part-time with my dad's business. I had a paper round. I sold sweets at school. So I was actually earning decent money by doing all these other yeah. things that people couldn't and be asked to do. probably earning money sooner than most people do. Like, I was probably still getting in debt at uni whilst you were earning well, money I, and learning the value of it. Yeah, well, I started... I don't know whether you could legally work at that age, but technically I was 10 when I started working with my dad on, on the weekends. Um, and were then, you making Nike trainers? I wasn't making Nike trainers. <laughs> Adidas? No. <laughs> and... Um, then I think I got my paper on when I was 13. But as soon, I think Dude. as soon as I was in secondary school, I started selling sweets when the Jamie Oliver thing came. And they took... Can, can we just say now, paper rounds are basically child labour. Oh, they are terrible. Seven pounds a week. Yeah, it was terrible. To I, get up at 5am. Yeah, I, I had... It was like 300 papers. Um, there was like three streets, massive hill. And then like the basic was five pounds. and it A week? Take, yeah. And it would take me <laughs> like... I can't remember what it was. It would take me like two hours to do it. That was with no leaflets. If you had leaflets, per day, not two yeah. hours a week, per yeah. day. Yeah, it was ridiculous. For a pound a day. Yeah. And yeah, it was. It was <laughs> and, I, and they complain about child labour. <laughs> Get yourselves on newspaper round and complain about yeah, it. Yeah, it was pathetic, um, dude. We I, well oh. for 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 about six months though, I just started dumping the papers and no one reported it, so I got paid for about six months. <laughs> and there was a... I'm not recommending this at all. Um, but, like, you know, I there, there's electrical I, I, boxes that are, like, fenced off. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know what they are. Um, and I was just, like, wheeling all down the road and firing all the papers, <laughs> like, 300 papers over. And, uh, yeah, so I did that for, like, it was a good five... Five to six months. Of I still just imagine paid. you as a little kid just launching these. Heavy, I just, how much time did it take you to get three hundred papers over the fence? They came in. They came in pre-bundled stacks. They were like yeah. bound together. I don't know how many was in a stack. You're you essentially doing that strongman uh, keg toss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what that's what built my athleticism. Keg tossing. <laughs> Papers. Yeah, so the, there was a, 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 a. I never saw what was on the other side of the wall, but I assume someone who came to paper serve, mache yeah, by the somebody end of who it, came to service the electrics there <laughs> would have just like I can't open the gate. So, yeah. Oh but, Jesus! So like, I was doing that, and I was selling sweets as soon as I was in secondary school. So when everyone else was like going and having, I don't know, whatever you do, play and stuff at lunchtime, yeah. I did that. But I would. I had a backpack with no books in. I, yeah, I, the teachers gave up on like me ca- ca- like taking books because I'd always forget them. So yeah. they kept my books for me. Um, mm. So I just filled my backpack with sweets and then would sell them throughout the day. Um, 
That's and pretty like, clever, though. Yeah, like, but like that was my my mentality in terms right. of like, I can't perform as well in the classroom, but I can work harder and I want to work harder than other people, so I'll make yeah. it up in other ways. So you put your work ethic into, into something you know you're good at and then you've seen success from that. So basically what we can summarise so far is if you lower motivation at home, um, basically put some intensity to workouts for those supersets, lower rest sets, get out for a little walk outside before mm-hmm. you're going to get your activities going and that will 100% wake you up. Yeah, get your head right. Don't, under my suggestion, have a little tipple of rum in between maybe your fourth and fifth sets mid-workout. You know, don't do not do that. It definitely won't help you. I might do a little bit. Yeah. And then um, if you're in the ac- academic circles at the moment, you're going through all that kind of thing, follow your passions. Honestly, I know it sounds cheesy, it sounds cheesebally, but you're only going to do it later in life anyway. Um, and I know a lot of you are under pressure to possibly follow certain things. Sit down with the people who are maybe making you feel that way. Explain your situation. Have a real heart talk. Don't raise your voices. Talk to it. Make your pros and cons lists and go through it because uh, I believe everyone will be successful if they follow their passion anyway. At some point, they're going to find it. Something's going to happen for Just you. Persistence, you isn't just persistence. You just have to be persistent. Um, if you're on a paper round getting paid less than seven pounds a week, throw it over into electrical boxes. You will get away with six months of free pay. Yes. And that brings us to funny story time. Yeah, you go so first. I'm going to go first. <laughs> funny story time is uh, I had an interview for a grammar school to go to. Because if you went to grammar, so you could go to what we would call state schools, uh, which is where it was kind of you just apply and as long as the space as you get in. And then there were grammar schools. Some were paid for, some were scholarship. Mm-hmm. Now, regardless of whether they were paid for or not, you had to go for an interview to see if you were, one, you had to have the grades to get their starters from your GCSEs. But two, you then had to go see if you were, you know, an appropriate human being. So I'd been playing, I'd been playing tennis, darling, playing tennis all afternoon, all afternoon, darling, you know, as you do, yeah. as you do on summer's eve. <laughs> I, no, legit, we used to go to the the tennis courts and it was, it was in Burnley, I was living uh, in near there at the time. So I was at my friend's house pretty much 80% of my life. I'd lived at my mate's house, John, yeah, you John's do, house. You, you do, you have that yeah. best friend's yeah, house. Best mate, Chris, I was, just, I was the surrogate son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was what it was. And um, so we've been playing tennis. So I was already a sweaty tennis mess by the time my mum picked me up. Bad start. So mum hadn't picked me up yet. I knew she was coming. She was like, okay, you're going to be here at this time. I'll meet you outside the tennis courts at this. I'll come and pick you up. So I'm waiting outside for her to come. She drives with up to the car with me to pick me up in the car. She goes past me. Don't know why. She doesn't park up next to me. She drives past me to pull up slightly behind me. So I turn to sprint to the car. Right behind me that I hadn't realized was a lamppost. <laughs> Gets better. On this lamppost is a bin which is held on by what can only be described as a, a metal um, zip tie yeah. that had been raggishly cut at the end. Yeah. They hadn't taken the time to make sure it didn't have any sharp edges. So I, <laughs> I proceeded to do a full turn and sprint, fully relaxed, yeah. full press off the one, two, three, go moment. Yeah full face into this lamppost into exactly where one of these cuts of this metal zip tie was split my eye which i still have a scar from up here split my left eye and knock myself silly hit this thing full pelt not wobbled over to the car got in looked at my mum half cockeyed she was like what have you done to your face blood was tr- just 
lovely oozing down the side of my face. I went to this interview holding a kitchen towel to my head, which was slowly, slowly filling up with a blood full of sponge, a sponge full of blood by the end of the interview, trying to decide, trying to say to this man that I'm a perfect student for school because I've done Duke of Edinburgh Award. He said, did you just run headfirst into a lamppost that was right behind you without noticing it? No, no, sir. What happened was there was a bear. <laughs> so like, I was stopping a mugging. And- there was an old lady with fish and chips. Yeah, uh, the, that and that. Still got in. Yeah. Still got in. Like, Must have been natural charm. Must have been. Yeah, yeah. that. Or you, thought, or you thought my mum was beating me. Yeah, okay, sorry, <laughs> and they needed, needed to get out of the house. Your mum definitely. <laughs> your mum must have had a really stir. Was your mum there as well? She, she was pissed at me. Yeah, yeah she of course. She sat in the interview looking so genuinely looking mad at me. You're there. She's the taking time off work to pick me up to take me to this interview. You basically <laughs> fucked it up by battering yourself. And she, yeah, she was like, "I'm wasting my fucking oh, day." Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so he was like, yeah. "We need to take this kid away." Yeah, we need to need some help. <laughs> Brilliant. So that was one of my funny stories. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, my uh, my funny art story is. Um, I did art on my GCSEs, um, and it was not what I was expecting. I used to really enjoy drawing and painting. I still do, um, but I don't really do it as often. And Don't you lose the knack? I tried it, sketching the other day. Oh, yeah, my God. It, it felt absolutely... It comes back quite quickly, though. I've had it? long periods of not, and then I've like had like a few days, yeah. and I'll just if do you, it a little so bit. That is the thing. If you started doing something, stop doing something you love during COVID, like sketching, like painting, like maybe playing music, whatever... Start again. Yeah, pick it back Do it now. Up. Now's your time. Yeah, I carry won't. on anyway. Anyway, oh yeah. So, um, and it wasn't what I was expecting. It was, it was a lot of copy this artist style. There was basically there was no creativity allowed. You had to just literally copy, copy a style of one artist. How then your next weird. module, copy a style of another artist. And I guess the point was to like open your range, get you used to teach different modalities and teach techniques. Yeah. But as a kid, I just wanted to just. Be yeah, creative and draw stuff and like paint. I wanted to just do what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so I fucking hated it for like two years <laughs> um, and barely did any work. I just like doodle and not do anything. So I was going to fail that GCSE anyway. Um, and then you have your final exam, which was a 10 hour exam and it was split into, so you had to do your final piece. Um, and I hadn't even thought about what I was going to do for my final piece until yeah. walking in. Um, Solid. And the two hour, sorry, the 10 hour exam was split into two five hour sessions. Well, literally, ago. full solid five hours at a time. Yeah, five hours. Jesus. Five hours. I think that's so it wasn't like coursework where we went and did two hours. No, no, you were, you, you were there. Literally like, moderated. Yeah, yeah. Um, you were in the classroom. Intense. Um, I'm sure that's where it was. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain. Um, and there was a teacher there who I didn't particularly get on with. He was the head of art. We had multiple cross they weirdos, words. though? Usually the heads of arts. They're very eccentric he, most of the He time. was not, though. He really? was not your typical. So we had a few well, others, and they the were problem. lovely. The other ones were lovely. And he, yeah. he was came in. He was a bit of a pretty boy. And, like, ah, he was just... That's I don't know. went wrong. You needed the eccentric dude that, like, for some reason Well, would... I didn't choose him yeah. to be head of art, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> and like, so me and him, like, kind of clashed quite a few times. Um, and, yeah, we'd started the exam, and... Within 10 minutes, he said that basically when you finish your piece, you can go. You don't have to sit the whole 10 hours. And I was like, oh, shit. So I could just finish now and go. Oh, you didn't. So uh, I just had a massive uh, blank canvas in red paint. <laughs> I wrote Artist Shit by Lewis. You are kidding. And then handed that in as my, my G- GCSE art. Um, and he, he pulled me out immediately. And then I got uh, an X for that because they didn't even submit it. It was just a failure. Um, 
But then he pulled me in because I'd all, fucking balls on you I was, as I, a kid. Like I was, Jesus I, Christ! I, I did it just for the fucking shock value because it was good. Like this is, I, I was. Don't take advice from me. I was bad when I was at school. Um, I would never ever <laughs> knowing you as a human being now and when I talk to you because your your intellectual level on on discussion and depth is is quite high. Like you teach me something every time we speak to each other. I learn something from you every time. Uh, I even said this about you the other day to somebody. I was kind of like, you know, when we talk about especially the motivational stuff mm-hmm. that you bring up, like, you know, you'll think of a study, you'll think of somebody saying something. You're very good like that. Never would I see. And that's just my point is nobody would know that you were that little fucker. Yeah, I was a, I was a fucking little monster. You were, um, te- yeah. I, and like, don't get me wrong. I, I was like, I was a, I was Did nice. Did you get an X and that was it? You didn't get, that was it. That was your lot. Yeah, yeah, I got an X for that. Did it just um, say, listen, don't be a dick. Off you go. Uh, they well, the so extra. they kicked me out of the exam, um, and then I got pulled back in a few days later when I was in for other exams, um, and they pulled me aside and even said like, "Look, it's kind of funny." The other <laughs> teachers, we've had a giggle at it, but like, what are you doing? Like, we can't submit this. Like, no. and they were like, "You've got an opportunity to sit the next five out. We'll let you sit the next five hours to resubmit something." And I was like, "But that's what I've submitted." Like, you artists. Just- Art is subjective. Like that is my submission. Yeah, How do you judge that? Bastard. And then they, they, the school refused to submit it. Anyway. Of course they did. But um, they gave you a chat. You were just so they gave me another chance. Yeah, I was just, stubborn. just a fucking piss that off. Stubborn. But um, yeah, because I'd already got an X in another exam. So like they were like, "Look, you're losing your GCSEs here. Like, so you you need to do something." So fair play. They gave me a second chance and they acknowledged my little showing off as a as a kid and like fair play it was funny we had a laugh but this is your life you need to take it serious and, and you, i was like it's a fucking art gcse come on yeah, like how many how many famous artists have got art gcse's <laughs> do you know what i mean like yeah that is a bad way of thinking when you're a kid isn't it you get that kind of that real like i know i i know this is nonsense for later in life i yeah. did have that attitude but that that is actually the problem why i didn't do art as gcse and and take it on yeah. because i was constantly told an art GCSE doesn't get you anything. Mm-hmm. Whereas you were told, you know, if you do maths, if you do biology, all these, one of these, these core subjects, that's a potential for a good solid job. Yeah. Not a great job. They never explained that to me. Yeah. They just meant, you know, you're likely to get work was what they meant. Yeah. It I was, wish I it did was the safe design. option. Yeah. I wish I did graphic design instead because I, I love yeah. both of them. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went for art thinking it was going to allow me to be more creative opposed to like yeah. a bit more, structured with graphic design but in hindsight and then actually seeing other people that yeah. did it that looked way but more but even marking art surely got to be subjective so how the hell do you it's get in art it's meant to be subjective how, how would you do it I don't know because you see some modern art now like all you need is to puncture some holes in a tin Dude, can and spin I went it to the Tate the freaking Tate somewhere guess what one of the I'll give you two there's two two exhibition not exhibitions two things that you look at there pieces <laughs> yeah. whatever exhibitions the full thing in there. Yeah. Um, one was a Blue piece of paper in a frame. But it was a shade of blue, sir, that you have never experienced before. I'd be like, really? Let me show you the palette on paint. Yeah. I bet we can find that blue on a Microsoft Word paint. Yeah. You absolute bunch of pretentious shitballers. That's not hard. No, I've got another one. Let me just stop you there. Yeah, sorry. Thousands of pieces of toast all nibbled so that it looked like a giant bed with a decreased print of a man in it. Now, I I appreciate the level of determination to nibble bread into the shape of a man in yeah. the bed, but that's not art. No. 
That is utter boredom and a love of Warburton's. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, I would agree. I think, <laughs> it's not like, art. I think, well, I don't know. I think I could borderline class that as a form of art. Like, I know you're saying it's definitely very untraditional. I think if anything can be knocked out within twelve hours, it's not art. I think if anything goes mouldy within a few months, it's not art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, anyway, although uh, yeah. that could have been a whole other piece. <laughs> yeah, the mould <laughs> yeah, yeah. This shows about how, you know, society is decaying over time, Just slowly being it. enveloped by the... Yeah, blah, not art, anyway. Right, uh, what I want to do to finish, because we're going to wrap... Because we've been going a fair... What God, we talk. Man, we talk. We've only answered one question. Yeah, no, that's what I'm going back to now. So oh. <laughs> I'm going to bring up... I'm going to do a quick fire... Um, Instagram uh, questions that you guys have answered. So we're going to answer them really quickly. Not really quickly as in rush them, just give you just decisive answers. Okay? So we have... Uh, oh, we've had over 6,000 people look at it. All right, whoops. That came quick. That's a lot. Isn't <laughs> it? Um, oh, now it won't load the responses. That's genius. Thanks, Instagram. Okay. How glitchy is the Instagram at the moment? It is it horrendous. Seems bad at like, the moment. How much money are they making for it to not work on simple things like this? So I'm probably going to have to shut and restart the app. Aren't I? It's going to be best bet. Turn it off, turn it back Well, on one of them was our predictions for the McGregor-Poirier yes, fight. Yes, predictions for... And we're only going to... I'm, I'm going to say McGregor all day long. I think Poirier just gets outclassed in terms of the um, distance, keeping distance. I think... Uh, I mean, Connor's a master of that. I believe that he's probably gone back, got that back, got that sharpness back, mm-hmm. got that time in that distance and range. And uh, takedown defense of Connor's going to just be enough to stop Poirier being able to close that distance and, yeah. and do it. I, I think he's just going to tee off. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you think he finishes him? That's a bigger question. Does Connor get a finish? How many rounds is it? Is it three rounds? It's only three rounds. It's, got, it? it's, not, it's not a championship contender yeah, so fight, it's is it? So three, it's going to be okay, three. So I think he I, goes the distance. Yeah, I would say that it potentially could go the distance or if there is a finish, it would probably be fairly late. I think McGregor's got it as well personally, but um, for all the reasons that you've stated and also I think that is going to have to battle that fact that he's already had already a loss yeah. and McGregor's just... Although, to be fair, there's not doesn't seem to be too many mind games. He seems to be relatively respectful so far from what I've seen. So it's not it's not anything. Too... I don't think I think kind of gave up a lot of the mind games, didn't he? In yeah. his last few uh, yeah. turnouts for the UFC. I think like I've never been in that position. We but didn't I... even do the interviews on that last the two prior. Mm. He just did no media. Yeah. So like, no. Nope. I think like I've never been in that position, but I would imagine it'd be very hard to psychologically tell yourself that okay, now I can beat this guy. Because although Poirier has definitely developed and he's so much better of a fighter now than during the first fight, so is McGregor. Yes. Like, yeah. um, and, and and people say he got smashed by... Um, what, what, what was his last fight? It wasn't against... Who was his last fight against? Why am I blanking on that? Cerrone was before that one, wasn't it? Um, I'm trying was to it? That. When was Khabib? Khabib was before. Khabib was two ago, wasn't yeah. it? Um, Cerrone was after Khabib, I think. Where he got the shoulder shattered yeah. his cheekbones, yeah, didn't it? it broke his nose like yeah. within moments of yeah, the fight. That finished. I love Cerrone, man. I thought that was such. I'm glad he got paid, but he deserved so much more of an outing in that fight. But let's not yeah, go down like, that rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, we're, we're going to do just a love. Yeah, we're tangenting. Um, so Khabib, you know when he got smashed against Khabib? Yes. What people don't know about Conor and that one is he trained very, very, very little striking. And yeah. I mean like to the point where basically nothing. Um, because obviously I know 
some of the guys who are in his camp from doing the fight series. So I, after the fight was done, I get told, you know, what was done and what they made. And they know they made the mistake. It was what they focused was on wrestling. Yeah. And what they didn't do was focus on Conor's strengths. What they did was focus on Khabib's strengths and try to counteract them, which yeah, is Conor. the wrong thing to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, and I think this Especially time, I don't think... Khabib stood up with him. Like, yeah, Khabib exactly. wasn't necessarily if just... If Conor's striking was on point, he would have done so much yeah. better. Well, yeah. I think if Conor's striking was on point at that, at that point. <laughs> think, think think Alvarez level on yeah. point when he hit Just, that five shot combo. Yeah, like I, but I think that would have pushed Oof. Khabib to shoot for takedowns a Sooner. lot more. Yeah, yeah we did just see us. We just, I think we just seen the same result mm-hmm. if Connor didn't catch him. Yeah. But there was more chance of Connor catching him had he done another strike. Yeah. I think this time we don't see any of those mistakes from Connor again. No. I think he focuses on what he's fucking great at and just improves on what he wants to other outside of that. Yeah. And that's distance, timing, and range, and, and the, the ability to generate power in that range and distance that he maintains, which is phenomenal. That's where his strength lies. Yeah. So, Connor. So, Connor. And the fact that, you know, he can switch stances at will and still fight really well. So, cool. We're on with Connor. But right, we're going to get quicker with these now. Right. Have you watched Vikings? There's those of sweet hairstyles. Yes, I have. Of course I have. Watched all the series. Uh, not a fan of the last series so far. I'm only... So Don't want to ruin it for people. I'm, yeah, I was almost yeah. So like, I'm probably like four or five series in. I haven't watched it for like since... Is Ragnar yeah, still Ragnar's around? Still... Yeah, so for me, it was all Ragnar. The it whole was, of Vikings yeah. was pure Ragnar. And it the moment the things... one... Like, Basically, yeah. halfway. Th- I don't want to say. Yeah, don't say. It, but like but halfway yeah. through that season, there's that's a, where I stopped. There's a point where, yeah, I watched it for a certain reason, and that reason w- was, um, you know, dwindled away, and I went well off. I came back, and I have watched it all the way through, mm-hmm. and they're doing the same thing again in the last season. They're, mm-hmm. they're doing this exact same thing, and I'm like, I understand why for the impact, but also, <laughs> I'm out again yeah. because you just built me up to this want to like this certain thing yeah. and take it away again yeah. like within second two episodes so yeah yeah I ha- yes have watched it hairstyles are sweet yes cool party mullet is in full flow and I'm loving it I'm, we're currently um, helping I'm, Lou not cut the hair yeah I'm attempting to grow my hair out yeah. which is if anyone's wondering what the fuck's going on with it I think it looks good Do you think it's alright yeah man you've got the sweep going I like it I think I'm just I've, I've had very, short hair for such a long time now it's it very just, Sicilian Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if that's a compliment. Do you know what it also is a little bit? It's getting up on borderline American Psycho level, which yes. was a hairstyle I wanted for many yes. years. Yeah, Christian Bale. It's American close Psycho. to that, man. It's yeah, close oh, to I need to watch that film again just so I can look a little <laughs> Right. Will you, will you upload the old Crewcast episodes to Spotify? Um, there's, the only reason I, that hasn't happened is because the RSS feed that you need to link things to, for some reason, the Spotify and iTunes will not pull from the old RRS feed. I will fix that. And when I fix it, it will automatically pull through all the old episodes of the podcast, the crew cast, to Spotify and everywhere else. So, yes, I will work to make that happen. Um, single life and dating in the pandemic. We will save that for the next episode. That's a full-on yeah. dope thing to dive into. Yeah. And I did want to dive into a bit of single life stuff going on because I know there's a lot of people gone Zoom through. Zoom dating. <laughs> Zoom dating. I know a lot of people have gone through some breakups and COVID and stuff. So um, Rishi G1LL, great, great complex name. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll hit up the single life thing and COVID in the next episode. I think that's a good subject matter. Um, when I ask about questions, what do you want to know? Um, typing the word business... As a, as a question, is basically like saying life question mark <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too huge. Narrow it down, mate. Yeah. Um, the importance of content on social media in twenty twenty one. Real simple. Fuck all. Follow memes and do nonsense shit that Instagram and YouTube like. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, that's what that trends. But don't get caught into that and do the stuff that you love and just stick with it. If it's good, people will come and see it, and eventually it will just take longer than these flash in the pan things mm-hmm. that will gather a quick following, but it's not long lasting. So. Yeah, stick with what you love. And honestly, if you're good at it, it'll work. 
Uh, relationship advice. Again, narrow it down. <laughs> relationship advice. Okay. Don't, in the middle of the night, cover your partner in petrol and throw a match on them. That's that's, that's a useful, solid advice. Yeah. Solid yeah, advice. I've always found that hinders relationships. Definitely a hindrance. Definitely. Yeah. Plus, if you have nice belongings, it's going to affect them too. Yes. Cool. There you go. Solid. Uh, any advice for emergency service workers working shifts and training, getting meals in and around work? Yes. Uh, real simple, because it's a massive subject. And you can agree or disagree on this. If you're working, you've been up all day and then you've got a night shift, add more calories in mm-hmm. to cover the night shift. Yeah. Work out what your hourly calorie, calorie rate is. Work out if you're more sedentary on the work shift or not. Mm-hmm. And then add in some more calories. Keep consistency on weighing yourself every seven days, taking an average. Is it working? Is it not? Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No. And just like kind of the, the meal prep side of things as well, making sure yes, that you, very you're going to... Yeah. You're going to have to be more proactive and prep your meals beforehand because you're not going to have the time or the energy to kind of to, to cook. So if you can, if you've got somewhere where you can store some co- some food, then that's always an option. Yeah, the the prep thing is is uh, essential. Yeah, I know it's boring as shit, but every time you cook a meal, make three value meals worth of it, and uh, you'll be good to go. And just Tupperware that fridge up, Tupperware it up. Um, there's a couple here that are a bit big. Uh, to go forward with, but uh, craziest experiences when in the gyms or general, any goals that you have, best ever. We're going to save that. Too huge. Like, it's a huge question. Great question. I'll um, screenshot these and save them. So we'll go for the sillier ones for now to finish off. Um, what would your pirate ship be called that carried ye old rum? <laughs> that is a really great question. And I feel like I need time. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> so if you were to think of one really quickly, I think I'd have to go with the Griffin. Because it's my last name, and I yeah. could get a really dope front sculpture of the Griffin, wings out, claws forward. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's quite cool. I yeah. think that, that's a pretty solid answer for that one for me. Um, I, I'm going to need more time. I think. On you that can, one. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, come back. That can be your next question yeah, to start off the next podcast. Yeah. Um, I'll play Sea <laughs> of Thieves loads, but I never named my actual boat. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it. So know. we're going to start the next podcast with your pirate ship name for carrying the old rum we've got one here uh kelly x if you're wanting a woman in your life and then just the dunno emoji with a laughing emoji kelly if you make really good manwiches and cups of tea you're in with a shot like i'm a simple bloke uh, uh mr lewis is taken i'm afraid yeah he's taken unfortunately for everybody but only on the female side yes. still open for a male relationship yes i'm allowed to have, yeah <laughs> emma doesn't mind if i have a, a male relationship but that's completely fine uh, i think that pretty much is all the ones we can do uh, can do yeah these older ones are too big so what I'm going to do guys I'm going to save I'm going to screen capture these and we will attempt the rest of them in the next podcast as well as put up a new thanks one thanks for sending in so many questions there. That is yeah a, that was amazing thank you very much there was Didn't a hell of a lot more there was so many uh, I, that was just the ones that I could read quickly ish there's a ton some people have doubled up oh, because their questions spanned over two so uh, we'll cover those in the next one but that, I think I think we covered some good stuff there actually in the end yeah. I think we got around to something quite half decent and uh, again, guys, thanks for tuning in. It's been relatively long. What we're on hour and hour and twenty, something like that. I hope we're making your days a little bit more um, palatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're on a long drive, I hope we made it I'm okay. Still, wouldn't go as far as saying good, but if, palatable. If, if you're in the kitchen prepping meals, yeah, keeping you going, kept you going. I hope we've made you laugh. I hope you've um, enjoyed some of our embarrassing stories. We will keep those up. We've got plenty. <laughs> tea of them and i'm happy to share so if you want to know about embarrassing stories from certain situations in life that maybe yeah. you felt like you're the only person that suffered something yeah trust us 
We've got a tale for you. More funny like, yeah. school stories. Something's bothered you about school. Something's bothered you about work life. Some dumb shit like that where you felt embarrassed. Trust us. We can bring something to the table that will make you feel well. That just nailed that yeah. rum in one. It's all right, isn't it? Once you've tappled it on, it's quite easy going. I know. I'm a fan. Spicy. Okay. Very oaky. So, yeah, finishing up. AB Gold Rum. Thank you for that, sir. Very much. We appreciate if that. If anyone has Legends. any rums that they do want to send. If or you want to, yeah. Whiskies. What about, well, how do you feel about tequilas? Whiskey. Oh, God. The only thing that tequila makes you do is shudder. Ooh. You know when you have that idea on a night out and someone shouts tequila and you'll go, yay, and then the next day you go, why? Tequila <laughs> Yeah. Worst, worst. That's got to be worst. Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there now. We are going to do a tequila slammer on at least one of these at some point. I'm, I've said I've said it now, so Lex is going to have to commit to it now. I've screwed it. Well, that's it. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah. Put it out into the universe. Yeah, there we go. There it's going to happen now. Thanks tequila very much, Lex. Like at the start, that's the first thing you just <laughs> just, just slam. Like, yeah. Tequila slam. Jesus. Okay. Right. Well, fist bump. Thank you, sir, for joining me again. It's been an absolute pleasure, guys. I hope you just up. Obviously, this will be available on all platforms. You'll know that now because you just listened to the entire podcast. Should have said that at the beginning. But every podcast <laughs> is now available. We are now up on Spotify. We're up on itunes we're obviously on youtube we will also be on amazon audible and all other numerous podcast platforms um it just takes about four or five days for some of them to verify us to make sure that we're not putting out some kind of like cultist or terrorist style podcast which we're not hopefully well it depends depends how offensive you want to get yeah it depends it depends how much of a cult you think winky winky drisking Had too many rums, sir. I'm going to sign out on that. <laughs> Winky Drisking. Winky Drisking checking out. <laughs> Toodle pip. Toodle pip, people. <laughs> Whiskey drinking. Winky drinking. <laughs> oh, my God. Winky Drisking. Jeez.